Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to The SE Journey, where we take you on journeys from across the spectrum on how we became uh, sales engineers. My name is Chris Sprague, and with me as always, or at least for episode one and now two, is my co-host, <laughs> Zane Allen twice. over there. How you doing, Zane? Great, great. Yeah, here, ep episode two. We should we should call it like episode 103, like when you get checks, just so people think we've been doing it a while. But um, yep, episode two. <laughs> Um, glad to be here to, and, uh, and, uh, to have a guest this time. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And that, and our, uh, awesome guest this time is, uh, Gene Torres. Gene, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, now that the heat wave is over. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Did it end? Yeah. Did it end up there for you? Uh, well, I have I don't know if there's still a, a excessive heat advisory, but, yeah, we got up to 107 at my house, and uh, yep. I don't have air conditioning, so my house was like 90 oh. degrees inside, uh, which made it a really hard two days. Uh, but yep. no, I'm here. We made it work. We figured it out. I, I own a lot more fans now. No, he's right. Yeah, and I, I don't know if we ever put that in context, Chris, but you know, Chris sits in uh, Idaho, and Gene, like me, is out here in the Washington area. And uh, though I came from a desert, and I remember... 108, 120. Uh, we had air conditioning when I grew up. We had air conditioning in every house that I had, I lived in. And uh, the Northwest, that's not necessarily the case because I don't think it's supposed to get 108 uh, outside. So, yeah, it was a tough week. <laughs> I <agree>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, it it, it might have been fine if there was no humidity, but it was like 43 yeah. percent around our area. So that yeah. just made it feel even worse. Uh, that makes it worse. Yeah, and down here in southern Idaho, we we have air conditioning because we're used to it some summers so yeah That's what i was I, gonna say yeah it's hot but you know you get it <laughs> yeah i could i should have uh mailed you guys box fans or something <laughs> that would have been awesome yeah so um yeah as we uh get started here obviously you know jane thanks for joining us we want to hear about you know your journey and how you became um into your role how you got there um before you, before we start, actually, now that I think about it, what uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your um, your gear you're using? I know you do a lot of uh, streaming and stuff, anyway. Uh, Zane and I kind of shared, you know, our cameras and mics and lights. If you if you want to tell us about that, it would be cool to start. Sure. Um, yeah. So I, I do uh, quite a bit of streaming on Twitch. Uh, it's mostly gameplay, but I also do once in a while. I'll do like a cooking stream or. I'll, I'll prepare food and, and stuff um, or I'll do uh, if I'm doing stuff in the home lab and learning something new I'll stream that as I'm learning so people can follow along and ask questions which is really great it's a great platform to teach people things because a lot of the people that come to watch me they watch me for gameplay and then when I come on with technology they start asking a lot of questions so it's really cool I get to practice you know like what I'm learning and, and sharing it with other people which is kind of why I'm here uh, and then uh, I also do some art streams. So I do have a graphic design uh, uh, degree as well as a computer degree. Uh, so, uh, and I grew up, you know, drawing graffiti uh, in high school, early college years. So, kind of lean on that, and um, I share some of that on my stream. Very, very, very cool. re Renaissance man we have here. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, on, but that's great, right? That. We talk as we talk about, you know, what different backgrounds we come from that's that's a great perspective it's something totally yeah. totally different than technology but how you kind of blend it together that's nice yep and then yeah, my uh 
I, I guess my gear, I forgot to answer your question. Um, <laughs> got a PC, <laughs> PC, three monitors. Um, I do have an Elgato light, uh, single light. Yep. Uh, and I got a Sony uh, mirrorless camera that I'm using for video. Uh, and then I've got um, a Blue Yeti microphone. I've got two, actually, but only use one. So, yeah, see, people, uh, unlike Zane and myself, he's a real streamer. Right. He's got that real camera, that that's Sony right. camera. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, mine's just my a, little Logitech little doesn't compare. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do have a Logitech. It's, it works really well. It's just the angles were too wide that uh, you could, I couldn't get my green screen tight enough. So. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. That's yeah, this is, real cameras. this is not my house you guys are looking at. This is, um, I downloaded this off of a, a stock <laughs> photo site. <laughs> And so every, it's like almost every other meeting I'm on, it's like I'm in a different place. And people are like, different wow, places. That's a cool room in your house. <laughs> like, yeah, like I did. I wish. I'm going to move for the next <laughs> meeting. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. we virtually <laughs> travel now, right? Yep. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy on uh, TikTok because yeah, I, I do uh, lurk on TikTok because it's, it's entertaining. It's hilarious. Uh, there's a guy who straps a green screen to his back and he does these different things while he's on Zoom meetings. So. Uh, one of them, he's oh, doing no. like squats in the gym, uh, <laughs> and you can see his face. He's just, he's just like, you know, making all the faces. Uh, one of them, he was also, uh, he was riding on a dirt bike and taking a jump. So you could see as he gets into the air, his face changes, and and he's ex he's just, uh, <laughs> you know, he's expecting that landing. And then the third one I saw him do was on a boat. So he's just on the boat, ripping it up in the lake. Uh, you know, his hair's blowing. He's in the Zoom meeting with like a living room background and his yeah. hair is just blowing <laughs> that's a so cool take on it like flip it the other yeah. way yeah. actually be in these scenarios but make it look like you're at home yeah not like make me look like i'm in italy that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that is cool well cool i um i didn't realize and you probably have told me this before i didn't realize you had a graphic arts degree so yeah um that's cool and that just kind of leads us right into um you know if you want to just take the next, you know, 15, 20 or, or more minutes or so to tell us about your journey and how, how you got here. Um, if you want to start from start from birth or start from uh, start, start from <laughs> yeah, education. Well, we... No, I'm kidding. Don't go back that far. But, uh, you know, wherever you think is pertinent uh, to, to tell the okay. listeners about, uh, you know, how you got where you're at today. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think my story is pretty. Moments. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think my story is pretty in uh, interesting. Uh, to say the least. Uh, so before that, um, for anyone who doesn't know me, uh, I'm Gene Torres. Uh, current position right now is a technology evangelist, and I work at Zerto. That's right. Um, where before this, I was uh, enterprise architect. Uh, before that, I was a sales engineer. So I've He's just had many the, little levels here. So this yeah. is going to be a great story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just in the four years I've been at Zerto, um, I've already moved up into different uh, areas, and and where I'm at right now is was kind of like. I'm almost to where I wanted to be when I started working at Zerto. Uh, I wanted to get into product management, so uh, kind of working in that direction. It's just gonna take time. But uh, yeah, I, I, I started um, my career as a, you know, right out of college. Um, I had a computer technology degree, which basically meant you can go take an A-plus certification and get certified. Uh, so uh, like anyone that gets A-plus certified, the first thing I wanna do is fix computers. So uh, CompUSA was uh, my first gig. Uh, I think I was there for like seven months. I started out, you know, taking the service orders in at the front desk. Uh, by the time I left, I was lead laptop technician. I was turning out like, 
you know, 15, 20 laptop repairs a day. So, and I got to that point where it's like, I'm not learning anything new. It's just repeat, 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 you know, a robot can do this. So, yeah. um, so then I, I, I left, you know, the comfort of the big box building, um, and then worked for a, a, a little like outsourced desktop support company in downtown Honolulu. And that's really where I got exposed to, uh, networking, um, you know, just, just the corporate field, the enterprise, uh, feel of, uh, computing, um, where I first got my hands on servers and storage and, and, and networking and all that. So, uh, law offices were our, our top target. Um, and then okay. I, uh, along the way I met my wife, now wife of 18 years. Uh, wow. She, Congrats. yeah, then I, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yes, yeah, so actually that's why I was in Arizona. I was going to say you did that anniversary recently, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Um, For those that don't know, Gene, Chris, and I talk quite a bit, even being on different sides of the fence here. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's really the really funny thing about you know, our relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's another another aspect we should probably point out here. You know, it's going to rotate yeah. through right different technology companies, but it's that community. Yeah. But um, sorry. Oh no. <laughs> um, yeah. So her dad's retired army in Tacoma. Uh, so it's like, hey, Washington is a great place for someone with you know getting into it so i took a chance uh we moved here um our goal was to move back to hawaii in three years after making all that oh really yeah uh but that didn't happen we ended up deciding to stay and uh i liked working out here i liked the jobs i was i I had um and just the progression so when i got here the first (laughs) first job i accepted was at a uh home alarm company where i would sit in the room and you know, be the person on the other end that reports, you know, calls people, are you okay? You know, all that stuff or t- teaches them how to set it up. Uh, but then um, my wife's best friend from high school got back to her on like my second week there. And she was like, hey, uh, I work at this company. They do outsource medical billing and they we have an IT department and we need someone on the help desk. Is Gene interested? So I was like, hell yeah, I don't want to be selling home alarm systems. I you know, I don't want yeah, to be in that right, industry. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I jumped right at that. And, uh, you know, I, I came in, I was help desk. I was answering the phone, yeah. walking around the building, helping people, uh, fixing their computers. Um, and then I, I got into more system administration. They gave me the keys to the castle. Here you get to learn uh, Active Directory. Uh, we are, or not Active Directory. It was NT at the time. Uh, user <laughs> management and stuff. Um, so... So yeah, you can you can start to see how how everything is just slowly progressing and and I'm building on top of that foundation, right? Um, so I did that. I was at that company for uh, maybe two years, three years actually. Before uh, and during that time, that's when I I implemented our first Exchange deployment, uh, Windows 2000 Active Directory. Uh, so I got to do all that. I got to learn it from scratch in a room with a bunch of old computers. Just I just set it all up and figured it out, you know. Um, and then throughout that email migration and we had a domain consolidation, I met a consultant who had been uh, in the industry for a long time and I latched onto him because he was a wealth of knowledge for what I was working on. Um, so I learned a lot from him. I saw like the way he worked and, and he, you know, he told me about like how he gets to work with all these different customers and see different environments and help people out in different ways. Uh, so that really that was really something that I'm, I'm about is, is taking that knowledge I learned and, and sharing it with others. Yeah. Um, so 
yeah, after that exchange implementation, um, you know, the company was going to get sold. We we're going to get absorbed by a huge company. Um, and I saw that Seattle Children's had an exchange administrator position open. So I applied for it, got the job, uh, was there for about three years. And um, that's, that's where I learned VMware for the first time. I saw a GSX, uh, a GSX server in the lab. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> and, uh, you know, my, my, my uh, old Dwayne, um, he was like, oh, you don't know VMware yet? I was like, no, what is it? He's like, well, here's a computer that we can put multiple computers in, like virtually. Like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, like, like remote desktop? He's like, no, 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 these are, these are individual systems within a system. Uh, it's not like multiple sessions to one system. So it's like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Um, so he ended up taking another job elsewhere and I inherited that. Um, and I got to play with it, got to learn it a bit. Um, you know, I was still doing, uh, exchange active directory stuff. Uh, I, I even got pulled a little bit into the security side of things with like, uh, spam filtering and, and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. but then I, uh, so that was around like year three. Um, and then I got, uh, well, our first uh, daughter was on her way. So my wife was pregnant. Uh, we wanted to move closer to home or to, to her family. So we, we bought a house down here in, in the Fife area. Uh, and at the same time, I was uh, the same friends that were, got me my first job here, moved over to DeVita in downtown Tacoma. And they said, hey, we've got another opening here if, you, if you're interested in it. It's so close to home. It's, it's like 10 minutes. Um, so I took that uh, fatty pay raise, everything, um, and we moved into our house. And so I, I was at Davida for about eight years after that. And um, yeah, so we I, I, got, I went in for the same thing, you know, administration. Um, and then uh, on day one, I got the tour of the data center. Uh, the architect was like, and this here is our VMware cl uh, test cluster that we're working on. And it was two five at the time. Um, and I was like, oh, cool, you guys have VMware. He's like, you know VMware? I was like, yeah. He's like, how much do, do you want to like take over this project? He just, he just handed me the keys to the castle right there. Uh, here you go, it's all yours. Um, so yeah, I, I got the, I was fortunate enough to come in at the ground level uh, with virtualization at that company that's, that's large. Um, I think at the time they had like 1,200 dialysis centers across the United States. So wow. um yeah, so I had I, I got to go through the whole you know pitch to the entire IT department to leadership what virtualization was what it meant, um, nice. you know, and I spent a lot of time learning it, labbing it out, you know, the ins and outs, talking with VMware, um, uh, the SE and others in the industry, um, and that's kind of where I'd say my career really took off uh, is is that that getting in that early with virtualization. We did our first P2V with like 150 servers. It went successfully. Uh, it was it was kind of a grind, but it was crazy. We 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 there was a team of us, and we all went to one of our buddies' house, and we would just like party it up while we're doing these migrations. You know, we're just hanging out, playing video that's games, big, eating snacks. Uh, that's the secret of IT is a, a lot of projects get ran like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, what was your secret? Because. Yeah, not a whole lot of P2V migrations went well back then. Went right? well, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was the, uh, it was the party aspect of it. That's what yeah, it was. so I got to do that first wave, and then everything that I learned, all the notes I took, I wrote procedural documentation because uh, the next wave, I wasn't going to be the only person doing it. I mean, I'm pulling people in to help out. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I wrote the complete procedure. 
uh, and and the I think the toughest procedure for people to pick up that was the most manual was uh, hidden nicks. After you do the P to V, you get the hidden nicks, so you, your networking won't work. Um, you know, it's just a cleanup piece af- afterwards. Right, uh, right. So, yeah. so we did that. Very successful project, pushed it along, um, and then uh, my, one of my directors at uh, Devita, he left. Uh, he went to Expedia, and he was out at, at, at an event, and this I think it was this, the director of IT for Puget Sound Energy was there too, so they were talking, and she was explaining she needed someone who's strong with virtualization that can help them with a health assessment, with a uh, license, you know, check, check out, make sure all the licenses are good, um, and then help, help them build a roadmap. So uh, I took it. Uh, you know, I wasn't even sure what I was getting myself into. It was a completely different industry, utility, which night and day difference from healthcare. Right. Uh, and it was a great, a great experience. Um, I got to work with the architects. Uh, I, I got to help the storage team to turn, you know, like during their, their migration refreshes and, and all that. And then I got to educate the team and I did everything I said I was going to do, health assessment, figure out the licensing, build a roadmap. Um, I even started a conversation with uh, converged infrastructure with them. Uh, so they ended up going down that road uh, a while later. Um, I was only there for a year when I went to go work at Ivoxy. So yeah, now I'm, I'm no, I, I was kind of like a gun for hire almost going into PSE. Uh, they had a need and I could fill that need. So I was like, hey, um, if I can do this for more people, I can probably okay. make a career out of it. So I was going to ask, was that kind of the, oh, I'm now doing projects and I'm, I can see doing yeah. that in a wider spoke. Yeah, that's, that's similar yeah. to what I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you, and you said um, something else a few minutes ago, Gene, about uh, just kind of taking on project. You know, you were handed the, the keys to the castle, right, I think is what you said. Um, and I think all of us here, I'm not really speaking out of turn to say for the three of us anyway, I think a lot of it was when you become, when you end up being like the one IT guy, or I know we all kind of had that role, not everyone that's an SE does, but we, we had that similar experience and, and you get out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. And you get thrown these things. So that was just one thing I wanted to mention is getting out of your comfort zone to expand your career or expand your knowledge or probably for a lot of us outside of the comfort zone meaning meant leaving the technical cubicle and like talking to some of the business units and taking on bigger projects you know it's a yeah. it's a great thing to do for your career if you want to move towards this path right i find yeah. find out the whys and then be able to do the pitches right i think when i first became an se they're like you've never done sales before and i'm like i'm an it director i sell every day <laughs> <laughs> I sell people on projects. I sell people on getting more budget. I sell people on just being friendly to our, my department, right, and, 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 and having to deliver that service. So, you know, it's a little different, but, yeah. Yeah. Do, and, you, and do, little... do you think you were um, – I'm sorry, but do you think you were in the right place? And I definitely want to hear the transition from, you know, into the manufacturer. Yeah. But um, do you think you were just in the right place at the right time? kind of why this went or do you think is your curiosity kind of a mix of the both the, the or were you like me and i was a young it guy and i just didn't know how to say no i was like yeah i'll do that i'll do that or any of that 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 kind of got you where you are yes yes all that okay all right <laughs> that's fair it's, it's everything <laughs> right that's the um, mix everything. right that's the mix okay yeah yeah you know the and i think the strongest piece was if you know the how then you can you know you can you can think about the why you would want to do it you know, yep. it's like, it's like, you can do this, but should you do this? Right. Uh, you know, when would you do this? 
what's the right time or you know, what's the use case? I argue that yeah. you can be more salesy or more technical. And I'm like, I don't know how you sell without being technical. Cause if you don't know how it works, then you don't know how it's going to fit the, yeah, the why. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's, that's, that's how I'm, I'm taking that, but that, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's why there's an SE. That's why there's an SE. That's yeah. exactly what this is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so the, it was, part of it was timing. A lot of it was curiosity. A lot of it was experience. Um, and well, there's a little part of it that was tired of not being listened to. Okay. And then, the, you know, then they yeah. ended up doing what you said anyway. Right. Right. Uh, but they made you You're fight like, oh, for great it. Great idea. They, they're like, hey, we're going to put this, uh, you're gonna put this <laughs> on the back burner and we're not going to talk about it again. Uh, and then you, know, you leave the company and then you find out they did that. <laughs> like, like, really? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, there was some aspect of that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I like meeting people. I like working with different okay. people. I like uh, different personalities. And, uh, you know, I, I am, mm -hmm. I'm going to just say that I, I am kind of an interesting, unique person because you put me in a room with people of all these different personalities, even people people don't like, and I can somehow figure out a way to make, get along with them yeah. uh, and communicate with them. Because it's all communication, right? If you can communicate in a way that they will feel comfortable, um, it's, it's kind of like hack, social engineering or hacking, right? Uh, but um, yeah, I think the timing was, was good uh, based on the, the amount of experience I had. Uh, okay. you know, I've kind of felt like every, every enterprise I jumped to, I kind of hit the ceiling. Uh, yep. And then I'd see something else that was a little pay bump that was gonna give me a little more responsibility, but there's a ceiling that was so close. So, uh, and I was like, you know, uh, the guys at Ivoxy like me, I respect the hell out of them. They're super smart individuals that work there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was, I was kind of, you know, nudged, Hey, Hey, we, we've got a position up here. You know, anybody wink, wink. Um, so, hey, hey, so I went ahead and interviewed for it. Um, you know, knowing that, uh, one, I've never sold anything, uh, two, I, I've only worked on specific things and, and we we're talking about Ivoxy just networking and storage and security and, and uh, virtualization, yeah. you know, all, all the things. Yeah. Uh, and not solutions. just those things, it's yeah. all those, the vendor solutions along with each one of those things. So I saw it as a huge challenge and that's where my curiosity comes in is I always keep learning something new to, to align to the industry or to, you know, see what's coming or ho hopefully see what's coming next, trying to get ahead of the ball. Yeah. Uh, so that curiosity really drove me into, uh, and the challenge uh, was was just I couldn't turn it down. Um, I was like, you know, maybe I'll I'll go here and this is I'll use this as a gauge, and if I fail or make mistakes, you know, that's that's kind of going to show me where I am right now and and what to what to work on. So I went there, and um, you know, they were great. Uh, they they put me where my strengths were, and then they started, you know, having me dabble in all these other things as a secondary okay. yeah. uh, uh, consultant or, or I think, yeah, they like you could, you could immediately so. help here and we're going yeah. to trade on that. And then we're going to start giving you opportunities across. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a really good amount of cross training uh, amongst the team. So uh, really loved my experience there. I learned a ton, met a lot of people. Um, and that's where I got to, you know, now go experience the different customers, the way they different did different things in IT. They yeah. could all have the same thing, but they all do it differently. And mm -hmm. uh, they have different problems to solve. So another aspect is problem solving challenges, like put something in front of me and I will not stop until it's done 
or or yeah. I'll figure it out or, or yeah. we'll work together. I'll give you everything I've I've thought about. Tell me everything. You know, let's all brainstorm about this. Put let's the best of what we figured find out. Find holes in it. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, I I was, I'm sorry. I was at an MSP once, just reminding me of the story. And, uh, or I was at an MSP. And, uh, and I, maybe I've told this, I've maybe told you, Chris. Maybe I've told both of you. Uh, but we were on a project, and there was two of us there. I think I was doing maintenance for a customer, and some more senior engineer was there to fix a specific problem, uh, kind of doing double duty. And then the, uh, it was an architect firm. And the guy brought us over. He goes, Hey, I'm having this one issue. And I, I, if I remember right, it was something to do with, uh, you know, roaming profiles or something, right? Because those always worked well. Yeah. And, uh, and we're just like, we're just, we're just both talking about it and going at it. And the guy just goes, You know what? You guys are like bloodhounds. And I'm like, What? He goes, You know, bloodhounds don't smell better than the rest of the dogs. They just won't <laughs> stop until they get to it. So I was like, I'm going to take that as a compliment because it kind of sounds like, you know, you guys aren't smart. You just are tenacious and won't stop <laughs> until you solve the problem. But it definitely put a lot of perspective in it. Like, yeah, I like to solve problems, right? And if you put a problem in front of me, you know, my mind's going to go and go until we until we dog and get it done. And maybe that's a secret of even IT in general. But, but, but yeah, I just want to point a very good, very good aspect uh, uh, of our personalities, I think, that leads us this way. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I was, I was with iVoxy for two years. Uh, I learned a lot. And... Uh, at that point, there, there comes a point where the business needs to grow because the attention they're getting, like the supply and demand. Mm -hmm. uh, if the supply of engineers is short, then the demand is higher and it, it affects you, right? Uh, so I started, you know, uh, after you know about a two-year mark, feeling a little burnt, burnt out. Uh, I was gone for you know four days, five days sometimes on projects. Uh, and then I jumped from project to project. Yeah. Uh, so really no downtime in between unless I took time off, but I already knew, I knew we were, you know, we didn't have enough engineers to keep this going at that momentum. So I did get burnt out for a little bit um, and decided to go back to DeVita for a year. Oh. Um, or I was there for a year. And this was also a way of me make, you know, making that one last stop at the enterprise and really asking myself, yeah. Is this where I want to? Is this where I really want to be, or is outside there where I really want to be? Okay. Um, and it, you know, it had been a number of years since I last worked there, so you know, I've heard every a lot of everything has pretty much changed. It's all modernized. Um, but I got in and uh, I was back in my old job of all things, um, and we had a data center consolidation project come up, and at this point I was already pretty well. I was already well versed with. Uh, VMware SRM, uh, and that was what they were aiming to use for it. Uh, but once I got in, they were, they were telling me, we got it half implemented, the guy that you're replacing got it halfway there, and then he left, and you, you just got to sort this all out. So I did sort it all out, and then I tested it. Everything worked. I documented everything, and then um, I started looking at the other sites that we were supposed to consolidate. And I was like, different version of vSphere, different types of storage, uh, you know, everything was different. Everything that SRM couldn't do at the time was not going to allow that to work. And so I went to the project team and my leadership is like, so are we going to have to level up all these other data centers before we can pair them and start syncing data? They're like, no, why? It's like, because this isn't going to work. Um, now, <laughs> it's like, now I have some experience with this product called Zerto, the solution here that 
works with vSphere, different versions of vSphere, doesn't require storage to match all across the board. It doesn't use array-based replication. And it's agnostic for the most part, and that can solve our problems. Um, I can get a trial, uh, and uh, you know, they're like, yeah, go for it. Go download a free trial, set it up. Um, so as I was downloading, setting it up, my manager walks up, he hands me a piece of paper with Zerto licenses. He's like, yeah, one of the, the companies we acquired was a Zerto customer, and they, they sent this over to me because they heard that you mentioned it. And will this, will this work? I was like, yeah, that'll work. So I had it in, uh, deployed it between uh, f two physical data centers, uh, got it replicating, did some test failovers, some live failovers, uh, some uh, migration or move operations. And I reported it back to them. I even like jumped on the call. I was like, guys, can I show you something real quick? And they're like, yeah. And so I, I walked them through it. It's like, okay, we have all these applications and we have like thousands and thousands of servers uh, that we need to move. So here's how I set up this application. And look, I can group all the VMs in the same application together and just say done and it replicates. And then when we're ready, we hit this button here and watch this screen. So they're watching the vSphere task list and they're seeing everything automated, the systems popping in and turning on. And I was like, is this how you guys want this migration to go? Then okay. we're going to need to go with this solution. Um, so we that's when they pulled Zerto in, and uh, the uh, sales engineer, uh, Kevin Kornblith, a uh, good friend of mine to this day, uh, he came in, we got to know each other, I got to know the sales guy, and they, they didn't have to show me how to do anything. They were like, yeah, he knows how to do this, so do you guys want more licenses? So yeah, we got more licenses, so we can so we can take care of the project. Yeah, so we can take care of the project, and uh, and then I I ended up documenting everything, the procedure, the workflows, and then I trained other engineers in the company, uh, yeah. so I wouldn't be the only one. Granted, I did do the first few migrations. I was on that as primary, uh, just yeah. to kind of iron out the kinks and and you know find where things will fail and how to fix them. Um, but once I got that all documented, I trained the, the other engineers. They came in, they took over, and I kind of like faded into the background and was kind of just an escalation point if needed. Uh, but nice. while I was doing that, I had all this information on SRM. I had all this information on Zerto. And I was like, you know, I'm starting a blog, so this would be a great thing to write about. Like, I did a te technical comparison between the two. Uh, and uh, my SE got a hold of it, or I shared it with him, and he's like, dude, I got to share this with all the other SEs at Zerto. So he did that, and, um, you know, he came back a, a while later, and he said, hey, so we've got an SE in, in Seattle who's who's moving to Oregon, uh, so there'll be a vacancy for an SE spot in, in Seattle, the Seattle area. He's like, hint, hint, if you know anybody. Yeah, hint, hint, nothing, just <laughs> wink, wink. Um, and he was like, just keep an eye on the site. Uh, you know, it's like, all right. So I kind of forgot about it for a little bit, but then as I was just working in Zero, I was like, oh yeah, I, I gotta go check something. So I went on there, I saw the, the opening was posted, uh, applied for it, put his name in, uh, told him about it. And then, uh, you know, that's, that was where my SE journey really started. Um, and, you know, I got through the interview, everybody liked me. They, they liked the fact that, you know, me coming on board would not be a huge lift in terms of onboarding and, and being able to run uh, when I hit the ground. So, uh, you know, I did tell them, like, 
I'm going to need to learn, you know, how you guys sell this, like, you know, mm -hmm. what the pitches are. So yeah, that all comes with it. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was like a nice fit for me. Like I came into Zerto, uh, three months before sales kickoff. So three months after getting hired, I got to go to Cabo and oh, wow. meet my other colleagues in the sales <laughs> and marketing teams. Uh, yeah. That's uh, nice. <laughs> that was that was really nice. Uh, I had to I had to rush my passport because up until that point I didn't need <laughs> yeah. a passport. <laughs> right, right, right. So, got there and then uh, when I got there, I found out that a lot of people already knew who I was, and I was like, just blown away. It's like, did did the stuff that I do really cause that much of an impact? And I guess it did. Uh, you know, it was just surreal. Uh, just the welcome that I got. Uh, the culture was is amazing. Um, and that's where, you know, like, so I kind of had an in already with people knowing who yeah. I was. So, yeah. uh, you know, I got to meet like the product managers, the VP of product and, and everything, talk to them. And, you know, it's like, I really love, you know, I'm a fan. Uh, I'm just going to say I'm a fan. Uh, I loved it so much. I came to work for them. Right. Uh, like it's big. I think, you know, that's, that's something I had too. I just like, I, yeah, I used it. So I can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it makes that easy. Now you just have to learn the SE gig, right? Yeah. So I mean, fast yeah. forward, and here I am, right? I'm now a technology evangelist, and talk, get to talk about disaster recovery, Zerto, and cloud all day long, um, and create content for it. So uh, that that's where the educational part of me is getting fulfilled. Is I get to take everything that I know, and I get to tell it to uh, leadership, you know, thought leaders. I get to tell it to engineers and, and others. Um, but yeah, this, this podcast is great because being able to share that story to a wider audience, um, I think anybody who is very strong technically can potentially get into this. And yep. it, it is hard to find really good talent uh, in, our, in the SE industry or SE world or community. Um, and I'd I've tried myself IT, too. IT yeah, in general, in IT, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, let alone, yeah, this next step, yeah. Yeah, yeah things are, things no, are changing, right? And that's the exact focus of this podcast and that's how we hope this grows is uh again we explain it we've explained it we've talked to you about it it's just hey this is my story journey and as you tell the story i would imagine you've probably told it before or whatnot but we all kind of clue in on those oh that was that pivotal moment where i like 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 i got to teach at cal uh cal state and i taught networking and i realized how much i really you know i always wanted to to be mentored and then I wanted to help mentor when I started crossing over and I'm like oh this is a way to have outreach but I don't want to be a full-time teacher right so yeah you start pulling those aspects oh I like to solve problems I like to to, to communicate the uh I like to think big in the strategy and, and help guide a company going but I also like working on different projects so it's kind of that cumulation yep. of all that together that that really yeah the... and if you want to do all that if you want to do one thing then as he's probably not the role for you but if you want to kind of put all that together and, 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 and pitch something. Now, if I may ask, like, what do you, so from a, from a vendor, I, I was at a managed service provider. I actually skipped a VAR, but managed service provider, we were mostly managing and doing a service. We did sell things. Um, mindset though, from selling everything, let's say everything, I know you had specialties to, uh, to, to basically having, you know, being one nation, if you will, right. Just kicking a product. Uh, was that a big shift? Did you did you like that better? Sound like maybe that was overloading on the other one, so maybe you do. But yeah, it was, it was a it was a good shift for me because um, at that point in my life in my career, I was like, how do I simplify my life? How do I simplify okay. everything I'm doing? Um, so like going in, in like being on the bar side, 
having all this wide array of stuff to sell. Like you've got yeah. someone wants to buy storage. We've got five storage platforms we sell. Yeah. We've got to try to see which one fits best, right? And so there's a lot to learn. You got to learn everything. Um, but here you get to, I got to focus on one thing and, and it's not just one thing. It's one solution, one product, but there's multiple use cases. There's, there's multiple yeah. reasons why you'd want For to sure. use there's, and it, it's aligning to the, the, the market uh, and the industry where cloud is, is an even bigger thing today than it was back then. Uh, sure. and now containers is the next step for virtualization, um, is how I see it. Uh, so, so that's like, you're taking this one solution and it plugs into all these, these technologies and so other solutions. So, uh, or it's a part of that story. So, uh, making it fit, you know, and that's, that's kind of where like architecting, archi being an architect comes in. Um, so I did spend a year doing that last year. Um, and then this year I've moved into where I'm at now, but, uh, I, I think for, for being an SE, like I really, I looked at sales before being an SE. Okay. Uh, as someone's just trying to sell me something so they can make a commission and someone can get paid. Uh, yeah. But when I'm approaching it from having my experience behind me to using it myself uh, and then understanding, you know, what the pitch is, I can translate all that stuff into like, you know, when I'm talking to people, I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not just selling them something. I'm, I'm asking them questions. I'm like, you know, yeah. What what are you trying to solve here? Why isn't this working? Or, or have you tried other solutions? And what was the you know like I want to understand why we're selling something to you, uh, and and what we're trying to do here. So I take it from that approach. And you know there have been times, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys have probably gotten there at your at some point, where you kind of get that little thought in your head where it's like, hey, if if I can make an AE's commission and be an SE at the same time, I can go do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like we so, found a loophole. <laughs> yeah. In life. Um, like, wait, what do I get to pay what? To do what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I, I think to your point back when we were saying you you come across more genuine, right? And I find like cause I, I think we're similar in that, just knowing you as long as I have. I couldn't go work for a company where I don't believe in the technology because it'll eventually come right out that I'm like, I just want you to buy this because I want to get money. And that's that's all I'm here for. And, and, yep. and we share that. I really am curious about the tech. I do want the solution to be built the right thing for you. And and obviously we're competitive and we're going to, you know, highlight the things that are better about my product over my competitors. But still, at the end of the day, I believe I do comes across genuine, right? And I think you're the same way. Hey, I really believe in this and this is why, and here's all the reasons because I do understand it and I understand your problem and let's fix this together. Um, yeah. And I think that's key, right? If we're, people are actually trying to learn how to be SEs, it's, yeah. it's being your genuine yeah. self. I right? was going to say that was probably yeah. another key piece in, in Gene's journey there when he, uh, yeah. I don't know if it was stepping out of your comfort zone, but definitely, other duties as assigned when you said you went and kind of wrote about Zerto, right? Um, and you wrote like that blog oh, post yeah. or white paper, right? Because you wanted to share knowledge, which you said you like doing, but it was a product you really enjoyed. I mean, so you stepped out, you did other duties as assigned, but based on a technology that you really liked. And then that got noticed. And now you get move into a role where because you got noticed, because you stepped out, you know, and did a little extra, and now you get to work with a product that you actually enjoy that you, you, you know, like Zane said, if, if you didn't like it at all, you wouldn't be able to go help people yep. with it. I wouldn't be able to anyway. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's, some people can do a, that. I'm sure. <laughs> and that's a huge thing for me. It's cause like, yeah. you know, I can think of maybe five places 
outside of Zerto, I would go to work, and it's because I believe in what they're doing. Yep. Yep. Um, and I'm seeing the struggles that our customers are having with any of those things. Uh, so I see it as a gap that could be filled or a need that needs to be filled yep. um, where I can be useful. Uh, and I, I'm going to say for, for anyone uh, who's listening here who's thinking about becoming an SE, uh, something about my career that I, I kind of downplay all the time and, and forget about is uh, as I was going through my career, I got to a point where I was basically picking and choosing projects to work on. And nice. I really okay. felt like, like management really wasn't managing me. Like I was pretty self-sufficient um, in finding things and working on them and, you know, solving problems and, and jumping on projects when, you know, no one's volunteering. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I can do it. That's not hard. Um, I just got to fit it into my schedule somehow. So yeah, so that that little right? yeah, yeah that little aspect of not saying no enough uh, will get the you. Lost word. Uh, That's yeah. the lost word, and and we all and have that bite from our past. That's why we learned I'm, what I'm we still learned. Work. Probably we're still working on that. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. say no. Um, but yeah, so so uh, talking about stepping out outside of my comfort zone, uh, I was never ever interested in public speaking. Uh, but okay. I was like, hey, in order to get my message across, I'm going to need to learn it whether or not I like it yeah. uh, and do it. So uh, during the interview process at Zerta, I did ask specifically, am I going to be speaking in front of audiences anywhere at events? They're like, why do you want to? I was like, you know, that's one of the things that I need to work on. Um, yeah. And I'd, I'd like oh. to overcome. So you brought that up in the interview. Like, this is yeah. what I need, yeah. a strength I need to build. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, and, and it was it's not really something I, I've always been used to going into interviews where you get technically grilled about stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I'm finding out like when you go to the vendor side, it's like one first, do you know what you're doing? And if you do, all they really care about is if you're going to fit and do your, do the job. Um, that's, that's and if everyone gets point. along with you, so that's a great point. We could teach you the tech part if we need to, we need to know you have yeah. the attitude and the, and the, yep. Yep. That's a yep. great key point to put out there. It's a lot of times who you are, not yeah, necessarily all that, you know, yeah, and, and for anyone listening, if you are that person who co consistently steps outside their comfort zone or goes above and beyond and volunteers for stuff uh, and, and feel like you're, you know, you are somehow trying to understand where you stand in the grand scheme of things in an organization, uh, definitely take a look outside and, and see if that's going to be a, a key for, yeah. for opening up a whole new world for you because that it opened up a huge world for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you didn't even, that you didn't even know of before, right? And just the possibilities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like uh, I, I knew going into it. I didn't think about that. You know, as you go through the journey, it's taking that leap that then lets you know what's out there, not really planning all the way through. You're right, because my career goes the same way. It's like I kind of I, I aim for this thing that probably never happened, and through the way, you're really going to find the right path, and you're going to understand things that you didn't know just because you said, "Okay, I'm a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to go here." and open that door and, and see what's out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's a very, very good point. Yeah. And, and going in, I, I knew I was going to sit in front of people and sell them stuff or, or demo stuff for them initially. Yeah. And I was going to do a, f a few events. Uh, but you know, like now it's like I get, I got invited to uh, you know, what they called a cloud luminary, you know, webcast. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like go, people, okay. can, it's like, oh, okay. I, I guess I'm a cloud expert now. Yeah, every day I wake uh, up, I think, yeah, cloud luminary. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. I think about. That's 
Uh, no, it's but funny. It's, it's You've a, seen the shirts I had made. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a great. It's been a great experience. Um, That's awesome. And you know, it's like SE might not be the fir- the last stop for everybody. You know, there are yeah. so many other directions you can go into. Yeah. I know a lot of SEs that are you know leaders in sales where I work at, or former SEs that are now leaders in, in the sales uh, on the sales leadership team. So yeah. we Cross do out. have ways to evolve. Uh, whether it's you know higher in the sales chain, higher in the tech stack. Uh, tech chain, or if you're into engineering, maybe you can go into engineering, product management, uh, product marketing. Um, so there's so many places to go. Um, or you could take all that knowledge and go work for a cloud provider and, yeah, and sell for them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it. The, the possibilities and opportunities are endless once you're outside of those, those walls of, yep. of, you know, and if you're feeling that way, then, then, Hey, maybe take the risk, go try it out. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. work out, go back just don't leave on bad terms yeah you know? yeah don't burn bridges yes keep oh yeah. and and you know to extend that you know we point out that we're at different uh you know we might compete in some some regard but your tech community too right you don't burn bridges across here because you never know when things are going to shift now that guy's going to get you in over here because you know i competed against you i really respected competing against you and now i want to be on your team so you know that that, that that's another big deal yeah um and don't integrity. talk about we all that. know that we're selling a different product we all have a job but we also it's your integrity and your uh, you know who you are as a person and, and and those things that shine through yeah and don't publicly talk bad or just period don't talk bad about competitive uh, competitors yeah. because yeah. you may go work for them one day and yeah, that's the, or that's you may be denied point. a job one day because yeah, of something yeah. you said or that so, person yeah. leaves there and goes to the place you really want to work and now they're like yeah i don't like you yeah and no, i'm yeah. glad you guys you know mentioned community a couple of times because i mean Honestly, what Gene does and what we do, or I guess what I used to do, um, is, you know, we were di- we're direct competitors, or we are in certain aspects, right? Um, yeah. Those those companies, and um, but we still get together, we talk. It's still about community and technology and learning. Um, you know, I mean, and maybe not everyone's that way. Teach their own, but most of us are really can get along with each other. Friendly rivalry, right? Yeah, friendly rivalry, and absolutely, and we learn from each yeah. other and, and keep the community rolling. So, um, I, I love that one. Another couple of things. Well, you had a lot of good points, Gene, that I think would stick yeah. out to. You know, really, the goal here is to talk to those that maybe don't know what an SE is or are just starting to see what this industry is. Right? Zane and I talk all the time about we didn't know what the heck this was and did our careers for almost two decades before we figured out what this was. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. But you, you had a late, bunch of great points, a couple that, that stuck out to me. Um, the sharing knowledge one keeps coming back into my mind because uh, I'm very much that way too. So if you feel like if you're out there listening and you're one of those people that like find something and you like to go share it with your team or you're always in your Slack channel or whatever it may be, sharing knowledge, you know, even outside of your work role, this may be a very good role for you, right? We like to share knowledge. I am very much a believer. I actually tell my, my, yeah. my boys this, that knowledge is power, but it's powerful when you share it, right? There used to be this yeah. knowledge is power, so I'm going to keep it to myself, so I'm the powerful mm-hmm. one. But I think the exact opposite. I think it's yeah. powerful when you share it and you bring everybody up with you, right? So Yeah, people oh. consider well, that job security, right? And yeah. Gene pointed that out even in his career because a lot of your job when you level up is I teach you how to do it. So now I can yep. do the next thing. So that, yeah. and, and I remember in my career, I think we all kind of came up the same time frame here. So IT was very much, I keep the knowledge. You don't get to know what I, I have over you. 
I always just taught because I'm like, hey, if I get you to do this, I don't have to do that anymore. No, I get to be this, and then I get to yeah. do this, and I get to yeah, keep going up the ladder and do yeah, better talk, things. Yeah. If you think about it, we, we talk about like digital transformation nowadays, yeah. right? A lot. And it's it's stop focusing on these areas, make your teams more innovative. Like It's, it's kind of like leveling your team up. Like yep. do these things and get your team out of the weeds so they can go and help you grow your business. Yep. Uh, so if yep. you take that and you personalize it, it's kind of the same thing. It's if you want to move up, be willing to pass that knowledge down and train people, um, you know, bring them in. Or even if you're the only one working on it, see who's interested, pull them under your wing and teach them stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of how uh, my, my friend Jason, uh, you guys know Jason, he comes to the happy hour once in a while. Yeah. Uh, how, how he came to be, what he's doing is when we f first started working on VMware, um, I pulled him in. I was like, You're, you need to stop doing help desk tickets. You need to come do this stuff. Uh, yeah. And now yeah. he, he's the, you know, quote, unquote, king start, of the castle. King of the castle. Yeah. You do this, you do that. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, doing the automation stuff, guidance strategy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a great point. I think those are those are all key uh, key things there. Yeah. 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 So I've got a an, another. I have a question for you, Gene, but I'm going to interlude. You know, part of my journey here as I as I do that. So you know, just part of that sharing knowledge and, and, and stepping out and and doing more to help the team, right? Like I I've always wanted to grow, do more, level up the team around me, do as much as I can help, and and I always do that for the benefit of my own company. Um, and, and recently that got noticed and, and I, I moved on to be a, a field solution architect uh, for pure storage. Ooh, so I actually right. uh, leveled up my career recently. I that's never right. intend, like I said, to, to leave a company. It's just uh, I had a, you know, I start you start doing some things. People notice it. The community notices it. Um, and it was just a great way to level up my career where I could still I could be a little more technical. So I'm basically in a SME role or a subject subject matter expert which is kind of where I've always wanted to go. I mean, it just hit me as like the perfect role. So now I get to, to do that while still being uh, somewhat customer facing and, and field facing, yep. right? So um, that's one thing I wanted to ask you, Gene, you mentioned at the beginning, uh, you wanted to move into product management. Um, and so my question is, <clears throat> is that still kind of your journey, your goal, where you want to go? And in my mind, product management's more on the very technical side, maybe less customer like field um, in enablement side. So, you know, differentiate that in your mind, what they are. And, and is that still what you're going for is product management? Um, well, there still is a heavy customer interaction aspect of it. And I'd say as, as, as long as I'm doing something where I'm interacting with customers either directly or indirectly, whether it's you know in their office or at a show or something, um, I still want to maintain that aspect because it is the knowledge sharing is really powerful for me. Um, but it's also listening to customers like how I, I, so I, I watch how the, the, the PMs where I'm at work and you know, a lot of it is taking in all this information from customers and and trying to figure out where it fits and, and what the actual need is and, and you know like so there's a whole lot of being a product manager that I don't know yet yeah um, well and there and it's I should say for all the listeners that it can be different across we all work for manufacturers but it can be different across the board right product management yeah. at one could be more field facing where another could be you know you're just in the background really siloed yeah you know yep. um, 
uh, I don't want mean to say just in the background, doing very, very important stuff, right? Yeah. But you're not customer or, you're not or front facing. facing. Yeah. Which is, yeah. is yeah. interesting because I will totally agree with Eugene. Growing up, especially through school, communications and speaking in front of groups, what I, you know, if I could get out of it, I would get out of it any way I could, right? Um, but for some reason, when it became a technical thing and it's something you enjoy, talking about like we do here it's much more yeah. enjoyable to tell people about right um yeah. and that's one of the aspects i think a lot of us that move into this we like that camaraderie we like getting out with uh individuals customers partners whatever it may be so so i went from someone that like you know didn't like to communications classes to i like to speak in front of groups or be with a group um and i i bring that up to bring it back around um you know when to differentiate from product management, right? Some people want to go into the weeds and do the techie, uh, just the techie work and not have to worry about customers and communications, right? But a lot of us that come over here, we end up really enjoying that part of it, right? Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go, you know, product management is I, more of a long-term yeah. thing for me. Um, I like what I, I really like what I do now because it does put me in front of a bunch of people and I get to spread information. Um, hopefully yeah. not mis misinform, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really liking it, uh, where I'm at, you know, and, and if I had to revert back to an SE, I'm equally happy with that. Uh, yeah. 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 You have a whole different um, aspect of it or a whole different look on it probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would miss the customer too. In fact, this last year and a half, I've missed being on a whiteboard in somebody's building just talking directly and putting our solution on the board so uh, I, I realize how much uh, how much i miss that how much it's been hard to kind of do over video so I, i'm with you i don't think i'd ever want to lose that connection uh yeah but that's why i don't develop software for a living yeah this has been <laughs> I the just, last year and a half i engineer it <laughs> really hard yeah, I think for I'd everyone say, but especially when you're used to traveling i'd yeah. say becoming an se was the best career decision i've ever made oh me too yeah, absolutely. Couldn't be happier with it, honestly. Um, that's excellent. No, so that's what I'm trying to break down here, right? Is like, what, what, why are the reasons and, and yeah. what it Why, what why it would does? someone think yeah. about making this? Yeah. I mean, for me, making the jump from IT and nearly a decade in a state, you know, government role that's very secure to jump over to, I went to a reseller at the time, um, uh, to, to jump over to what I, you know, quote unquote sales was really scary for me. Um, but again, the best, best move I ever made probably. Um, yeah. And it's just leveled up my career since then. So yeah, um, it's kind of like now I know it. I want to share it with everybody. Hey, you can try this out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what was here. this? This is awesome. So uh, Gene, just to kind of um, wrap it up with a bow here, unless you have any last comments on, on, on your journey, but I um, kind of on the, uh, personality side um any any uh hobbies or things you do that you think might be pertinent for people out there going oh if i'm into this you know maybe this is a good thing for me i don't know i i know you said you, you're into art already do you have a, a home lab that you geek out on do you go do uh shakespeare in the park on the weekends i do uh, you know whatever you, you you may do that um you think has to do with your personality and and why you're success, successful at your role because you you are a, a great essay se and so um it's great to hear from you yeah uh I've, i watch people larp 
never tried it myself. It seems fun. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I have friends that go to like the Renaissance festivals and stuff. Uh, I've okay. never been. I've, I'm interested in going to check it out, though. It sounds interesting. Uh, but yeah, outside of what I do, I mean, I'm, I, I, I constantly have to stay busy doing something. Um, so I've gotten into gardening, both you know, soil, traditional gardening, indoor gardening, hydroponic gardening. Um, barbecue is and cooking is a huge deal for me because uh, I was raised that way in Guam. Our, you know, our culture was basically surrounding around food and uh, yeah. sharing meals. Uh, and I love the food, so I, I had to learn how to cook it, and I love cooking. It's very soothing for me. Um, it's it's nice. one I don't have anything to do when I start going nuts like i need to do something so uh yeah barbecue is a good one um it's it's very technical um the the reward at the end sometimes when you're learning it's not the greatest but when you get there <laughs> it's amazing and you know like sharing knowledge i get to share food with mm -hmm. people yeah that's um cool. and, and that's one thing about me is when i make friends um at some point we got to do this we got to go out and have a meal together um because I know we get drinks and stuff every once in a while, but uh, there's something different about sitting down and having a meal together with people. Um, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you, you get to that point in a relationship where it's like, yeah, now we're eating together. Now we're, you know, it's 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 breaking that barrier of just professional friends to, hey, now we're real friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, know I, I know I just get to see your good, your, your delicious looking food on Twitter every once in a while and just <laughs> my mouth waters and I don't get to have any, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cooking's a good one. You're right. It's almost like tech. You just, oh, I'm going to try this next time, and I'm going to change this, and I'm going to do this a little differently. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you and said then, another one where you said if you, what did you say, if you're sitting around doing nothing, that's when you go stir crazy or something similar to that, um, which I think is another great example that we all have here, the three of us anyway, and I might have said on the first episode, right, if you like sitting around twiddling your thumbs, this probably isn't the type career path for you right like we're all not that you couldn't right but really being a go-getter or like you said i'm just i don't want to sit around and be bored i'm going to go look for things or ways to fix this um share knowledge right so it's a great thing there too yeah yeah i just see it as giving back to what gave to me yep. along the way pay it mm -hmm. forward right pay it forward yeah. um well, cool. Thanks, uh, Gene, so much. Uh, we really appreciate having you on here. Um, one thing that I, Zane and I didn't do last time that uh, we'll follow up after you hear, Gene, if you want to tell people how to find you out there on the yeah, Internet. I was going to say that. Where can they oh, find yeah. you? These where Twitch we, channels. Where can we find you? Uh, yeah. yeah uh, you can find me. My blog is uh, gene-torres.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Eugene J. Torres. Uh, where else am I? I'm all over the place, but there's some stuff I keep separate. Uh, <laughs> what do I want to tell you? But those will, those, those will be the first two places to go and find me. Twitter, I'm, I'm pretty, I might not be as active in posting stuff on Twitter, but I do lurk a lot on Twitter. Lurk, lurk. Sure. Um, so I'm there. So yeah, you can reach out to me via my website or, or even on Twitter. Uh, if you ever want to go and watch me stream gameplay uh, and participate in shenanigans, uh, off hours, uh, you can find me on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Hakalachi, H-A-K-A-L-A-C-H-I. Hakalachi. Yeah. Have, yeah. have to come back like on. It. and uh, I actually think a great topic for future I'm going to throw it out now would be uh, the branding aspect that we all do because Gene kind of pointed out oh, an yeah. interesting 
and uh, I don't think we have yeah. time to go in here. And maybe that Hagalachi story can come out of that one. That so. would be cool. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I think SE, you know, it's a big part of SE. It's just something I thought of. Probably yeah. don't have enough time to get it done here, but. Um, oh yeah, one more thing about the SE thing. Um, you get an opportunity to build your own brand. So. Yeah. So we should. Yeah, there are no limits to what you can do. I think that would be a great yep. discussion to have at some point, you know, what that means yeah. and how, how we how we went about it. And Yeah, I hope you're writing these down. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's recorded. Zane, how about oh, you? Where, we, where can we find you, Zane? Oh, uh, yeah. So I am, I guess we didn't share that last time. I am I on so. Twit, Twitter as well. I am Alan Z. So at Alan Z. So it's not Zane Allen, not Z Allen, Alan Z. There's a story as to why I have that as well. So maybe we'll go through that at some point. And then um, uh, I'm on my blog is West Coast IT Hipster. So WCITHipster.com. Um, I'm also be reached at Alan Z at WCITHipster.com. Yeah. Um, great, great story about where that name came from. Where at some point. See, this is already building the next show, the next branding show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those are two main points. I talk about technology there. Uh, you know, Veeam, not Veeam, a little bit of my struggles with Kubernetes, things like that. Um, and then I tweet about tweet about anything from technology to Padres baseball uh, to occasional whatever's nice. in my head. So I'm a big active, active, active to a point on there as well. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, for myself, you where, can you just, can, where can we find you? Yeah, yeah. You can just <laughs> find me um, at no label rocker, N-O-L-A-B-E-L rocker um basically anywhere if i'm out there that's what it's at twitter uh twitter linkedin youtube uh, at no label rocker you can find me so there's a story easy. behind no label rocker too right yeah yep, there's a definitely yeah. story yeah. for that one too see we will have to come back and do a story on our branding show so well thanks guys uh gene uh, again thanks so much for coming yeah. on we really appreciate having you and, and your expertise and your story so Thanks Fantastic for having story. Guys. A lot of things I even really learned, and it. you know, we've been talking to you quite a bit, but even yeah. things I learned today. So thank you for sharing all that. It's a great yeah. journey. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, thank you again, Zane. And uh, thank you all out yeah. there for uh, sticking sticking with us. We hope uh, we hope you're learning some stuff through these episodes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get brave enough to ask for comments someday. But uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for having me. Next time. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.